What's good, Colts Nation? Welcome to another episode of Danny on Colts, a show dedicated to the Indianapolis Colts. My name is Daniel, and we are going to be taking a look at the recap of the Colts and Raiders game. Man, Victory Monday feels fantastic, does it not? This was the game that the Colts absolutely needed to win. The Raiders absolutely needed to win this game to stay in the playoff hunt. Now we have the tiebreaker against the Raiders. So we're going to just jump right into it. So Phillip Rivers, again, had a great game, 19-28, 244 yards, a couple of touchdowns. He played very well, and I think the best part about where he played really good, I guess, was in the checkdown game and also, to checking in and out of different passes and run plays. He was really good at reading the defense and did a really good job at putting players in positions to win their battles. Now, one of the things that really chaps chaps me the most is hearing all of these Colts fans just constantly complaining about him. And it's driving me insane. Yes, he's in the beginning of the year. Yes, we had some bad games. I mean, we lost to the, what, 1-13 in Jaguars now, and that one win they have is against us, of course. That makes me, I actually did a TikTok about that, that me just yelling about it, kind of like Dwight in the office after Jim becomes, you know, the manager there, just screaming at the top of my lungs. But, however, Rivers had a really good game. Rivers played very well, and this was the type of play that, we expected from him when we signed him. This was the type of play that we actually wanted from him. And he's doing a good job at it. Lately, this past couple of games, he's been putting himself in players in position to win games, which is all that you can really ask of him. Now, where the Colts really did well was the rushing game. Now, as far as the rushing game goes, Jonathan Taylor just blew it out of the water. He carried the ball 20 times for Buck 50. Of course, he had that 62-yard pass, which was just awesome. And then he averaged 7.5 and had two touchdowns. Now, it wasn't just him. Hines also had 7 for 58 and had an 8.3 average. So the one thing that we knew going into this game was that the Raiders had a piss-poor defense and we beat them so bad that they actually fired their defensive coordinator after the game. Paul Gunther is out in Las Vegas. Rod Arinelli is in, I'm assuming for the remainder of the season until they can hire somebody. But the point being is that the Colts made sure that in a game that they had to win, the defense did a really good job. Oakland, excuse me, Oakland, that's, that's, that, that's going to take me a minute. Las Vegas was averaging about 25 points a game. The Colts allowed 27, so it wasn't like we dominated them on defense, but we made plays when we had to make plays. And we did a good job when we had to make the, the plays. And of course, the ridiculous interception by Kenny Moore, which just immaculate. So staying on the offensive side here for a little bit more, T.Y. Hilton, another great game, 5 for 86 and a couple of touchdowns. He got mauled on 
a deep pass and a pass that he should have caught. They should have thrown thrown that flag. I mean, I, I went back and I watched the game. Originally, I thought it was a good no call. I was wrong. It, he completely just got mauled on it. And now Jack Doyle had three for 44, Michael Pittman two for four, 42, but the only touchdowns that came were from Hilton with two, Hines got involved, four for 17, Taylor two for 15, Mo Alley, Cox, and Jordan Wilkins each had a catch, Cox had nine yards, Wilkins had four, overall it was just it was just a beatdown. The the Colts did a really good job at making sure that they put themselves in position to win the game. And and this is something that I've talked about before is that whenever the Colts need to win, they somehow decide that they need to play good. The only game that we saw them actually just lay an egg was Wolters two. There was the second Titans game where they just completely just came out flat. The defense was not getting a pass pass rush. Nobody was really playing well. The offense sucked. And then, of course, the Jacksonville game. We just came up completely flat. And we allowed Gardner Minshew, of all people, to have a perfect call or to bad ranking. It's it's hard to believe that this team, this current roster, allowed the the Jaguars to beat us. I... I, I that's uh, that. That's all that I can really say about it. Now, as on the on the defensive side, uh, according to Pro F- Football Focus, they've named Rock Yasin and Kenny Any Moore to the PFF Team of the Week. Kenny Moore had a incredible game. He had five solo tackles, and he he struggled in the beginning of the game. I mean, he was covering Darren Waller, who was at least seven to ten inches taller than him, and he had a horse collar called on him. He had a couple of big plays on him but after that he on that same series he just had this ridiculous pick that was just awesome I mean that's going to be the the talk of the town for a couple of weeks to come I mean I mean I personally I think it should be in the talk for best catch of the year but that's just me Kari Willis was the other guy that had a, that had another, another pick it was off of a deflected pass caught it in stride Pick six pretty much to ice the game, and the game was really over. And at that point, Darius Leonard had eight solo tackles with three assists. Bobby Okariki in his in his first game back had five five solo solo one assist. Anthony Walker had five assists. The Forrest Buckner had three tackles on there. Blackman, for all of my talk that I love about him, he completely whiffed on this long pass to foster more Morrow and that that made me angry but overall Blankenship three three for three had 14 points on on the day he's had 116 on the season so far he's just playing lights on I'm really glad that we got him on our team okay so now as far as the Raiders go so the Raiders are a very interesting team because when they're on, they're on, and they're very hard to stop. Now, the past couple of weeks, I mean, they had that Jets game where they almost lost to the Jets, but the Colts did a pretty good job at making them one-dimensional. I talked on 
last week's show when I talked to the Raider Tate guys, uh, Micah, and I talked to him and I, I said, I think if the Colts can make the Raiders one-dimensional, that they can somehow win. And that's really what happened here. Carr threw, they had to throw the ball 45 times, 316 yards. He had two t- touchdowns, but he also threw two picks. Now, Josh, Josh Jacobs, for all the hype that the Raider fans had about him coming into this game, 13 for 49, 3.8 yard carry. Now, as far as the receiving goes, Aguilar had 5 for 100 and a touchdown. Darren Waller, we did, we did a pretty good job at shutting him down. He had 7 for 75. Foster Moreau, of course, had the other touchdown, the 47 yards. Hunter Renfro was the guy that worried me too. He's kind of Mr. First Down. First and Renfro is what they call him. He had five for 38. And of course, he had a couple of first down catches that were crucial in the the, the first half. And the one thing I was really impressed with the Colts too is that they didn't allow a lot of pressure. And when Chaz Green started to struggle, I mean, on on the screen pass, he clearly just whiffed on his block. If you go back and you and you watch the all twenty two film, he clearly just one hundred percent just whiffed on on that block, and that's probably the reason why he was benched was was because of that. Every single offensive lineman engaged on their block except for him, and the linebacker who was 15, 20 yards away, all the way on the other side of the field, runs all the way across. All the way across because he did not bother to engage his block to make the tackle. And that's what saved the touchdown on, I believe it was the first drive of the game. So we come out with three points instead of seven, right? I mean, that just drives me insane. Now, the really, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing all, of, all the Rivers haters. We have to stop hating on rivers. I mean, this was a game where we needed to win defense, offense, everybody played, played, hey, well, and I think that the Colts went out there and, and they proved that they deserve that wild card spot. So now we're two games ahead of the Raiders. We're still tied with the Titans. Well, we're a half game behind the Titans because their division record is better than, than ours. Theoretically, if the Titans lose one game and we went out, we can take the South and we can get that three or four seed. But the Browns do own the tiebreaker against us, but they lost two to to the Ravens. So it's looking up for the Colts victory Monday. Again, it's it's really nice. It's really good. I, I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from from them. And, you know, I, I, I thought that they did a really, really good job on all this stuff. I mean, and, and there really isn't really that much more to be really said about this. I mean, this is just going to be a pretty, pretty quick episode here. But the Colts played well. They did their jobs. They made sure that everything went great. They made sure that they showed the rest of the football world that they wanted to be in the playoffs and that they wanted to to be there so looking ahead we've got houston next 
And this is a game where I think that the Colts can can win and that we need to be able to win out. And then after that, of course, we've got the big one against the Steelers, too. And I think that, again, it, it just it just comes down to that the Colts need to win every single game. Every every single thing I think every single game is very important right now. So with that being said, make sure you sub on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you kind of get your podcast however that this show meets you hope it meets you live and well stay safe go Colts